Welcome to the special edition of You Know What I Love? In celebration of June is Audiobook Month. Sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your beverage of choice, and come hang out with me and 30 of my friends this entire month as we cover the topic of what we love, audiobooks. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you don't want to miss this. So come on, join us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of You Know What I Love with the primary focus this month on June is Audiobook Month. Today is the 15th of June, and I am super excited to announce my not only colleague, but I'll even count him as a friend, too, because he lives in my home state, Georgia. And on top of that, he's just a fantastically talented narrator. I've sat and listened to him for several hours, uh, not together, but in, in small chunks in Discord, where he narrates live. Ladies and gentlemen, huge round of applause for my buddy, Zach Alleman. Zach Thank you so much for being a part of the show today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited to be on with you. All right, so let's go ahead and choose your euphemism. Let's jump right in. Let's get started. I mean, I've heard them all through various <laughs> YouTube videos. But with this being June is Audiobook Month, and to answer the question, you know what I love? What is it about audiobooks that you love so much that made you say, I have got to get a slice of that pie. How did you get started in this business? Oh man. <clears throat> well, I've always kind of loved audiobooks because I just I never have had the time nor really the patience to sit and read books myself. Um and which is kind of funny because now I read them multiple times <laughs> a piece. <laughs> but um <clears throat> I just always preferred storytelling from a from a third, you know, from a third party perspective. Um you know, movies and, and video games, things like that. I like it to kind of be shoveled into my head. So audiobooks were just kind of a natural way for me to listen to what I love, you know, what I loved reading. I, I do love reading. It's just, I don't always have a lot of time for it. Um, so I got into it because I wanted to get into voiceover and after doing all the research, as I'm sure, you know, um, audiobooks always seemed like the easiest entry to, to voiceover. They seemed that way. <laughs> um, and, and as far as as far as like the gatekeeping aspect of things, they are the easiest to get into, but they are kind of the toughest work to do. You yes. Know? Yes. Um, they are. But I had a friend. He's one of those dudes who's who's just um, one of those guys who's really good at cheerleading everyone else. Um, and he he's a musician. So he sent me a, a, a free mic and interface and he was like, I want to hear you doing voiceover. Nice. And he was pretty disappointed when I was doing audiobooks because he thinks that I should be doing video games and stuff like that. But I, <laughs> I, you know, I actually trained for corporate narration and commercial narration and um, or commercial voiceover, I should say. And mm -hmm. I started doing audiobooks and I just kind of fell in love with them, man. I'm, and I'm stuck here, not like in a bad way. I like I want to be stuck here. There's just something about audiobooks that they're just so much more fun to do than traditional voiceover at least for me um so for the foreseeable future audiobooks is my jam uh that's where i that's where i am and that's where i want to be yeah it's kind of the same for me it like i've told many other people in the past it's an opportunity for me to put on my own personal play especially yeah. in the realm of fiction because i get to play all the characters like yeah bring it on yeah 
Exactly. You don't have to sit here and say, oh, I, I got this part. I really wanted that part. <clears throat> I mean, you know, sometimes in the multicast stuff, but but for the most part, you get to play everything. Correct. So you what really was get the to first... flex the acting muscles there. That we do. That we do. I kind of stomped on your hose there for talking. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but my next question for you is, what was the first audiobook you ever recorded? Oh, oh man. It was uh spanish spanish for beginners or something like that I, I don't remember exactly what the title was um but it was one of those books that you know they put up on acx for 50 dollars per finished hour that you just get excited because you got cast in something um and i ended up doing like five or six books for this one publisher it's like you know one of those italian publishers that sure. just has a bunch of books um and, and, you know, it, it was, a it was so difficult because they was, it's one of those where they asked me, can you stretch it to three hours? And we all know what that means. <laughs> uh, and then because it was like span and they, it was like teaching, you know, it was like basically like Pimsler or something where sure. it's like a training program. So with all the pauses for the listener to speak back, it ended up being like a seven and a half hour audiobook. Wow. Um, and it was so much more work than I expected. I didn't know about punch and roll at the time. Um, that was probably four or five years ago now. I don't even remember. Uh, it's been a long time, but it's one of those audiobooks where you're just like, ooh, uh, you go back yep. and listen to them, you know. And it's funny you mentioned that one because as you were talking about it, I think I auditioned for that one as well. Uh, did you? I did. And the author or publisher, whomever was in charge, uh, the rights holder, wrote me back. They're like, hey, thank you for your audition um are you a native spanish speaker by any chance and unashamedly i went no not at no, all no, no. but i did take three years of spanish in high school so i know how to pronounce most words i can make it sound passable i didn't hear right that yeah no it's uh <laughs> it was one of those you know i i did a lot of work for that person and you know $50 a finished hour, especially when you're not doing punch and roll works out to, I don't know, like four bucks an hour. Something like um, that. Yeah. It's <laughs> so crazy. I, you know, I kept, I got to a point real soon, real quickly where I was like, okay, I love the work. I am going to quit doing the work if I keep getting paid getting paid so little for the yeah. work. Um, and it was really one of the turning points for my career where I started realizing, okay, now how do I find a way to do this in a way where it's valuable to me, um, you know, so. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that uh, was the first audiobook, Spanish for Beginners or Spanish. Yeah, Spanish for Beginners, I think it was called. Yeah. It's deep down in my uh, in my repertoire there. <laughs> it, it was kind of similar for me where when I learned about the <coughs> per finished hour uh, rate uh, to get paid or that even that that was a whole nother opportunity to get paid. I at first viewed it as like this kind of taboo like area to dip my toes into like, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough, you know, to, to go that route. I just need to stick to royalty share. And then I was like, oh, well, ACX offers, you know, 50 to $100, uh, you know, per finished hour. And so I dove after that. I mean, I was working yeah. full time at another job. And so I literally jumped after all of this low hanging fruit and probably did eight to 10 books for like $50 per finished hour. Yep. And my wife was like, Hey, if you keep doing those, we'll have grocery money. I went, all right, 
can do, babe. And then the term um, actual, you know, union rates and went, wait, what? And so I went and researched it. And that's when I learned about the GVAA, which for those listening, that is the Global Voice Arts uh, Academy Association, something like that. But they hold um, a full roster and list of what the acceptable chargeable rates are for every category in voiceover. And when I read those, I went, I'm shooting myself in the foot. Yeah, I got to step up my game. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, and then once you get your first taste, you know, I didn't go straight to the, you know, $250, $300 per finished hour books. I didn't jump straight to those. I kind of worked my way up. You know, when sure. I got my first $150 an hour project, I was like, I made it. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, good Lord, how, you know, um, because it's just, it's still not enough for the amount of work that goes into an audiobook but you know right especially when you're starting out and especially if you've got some other kind of fallback like for you the fallback was having another full-time job right for me the fallback was living in guatemala where the cost of living was dirt cheap and i you know i was actually making a living doing that living there sure um but you know but not everybody has that kind of fallback and they start to feel that pressure much earlier than we did um but yeah i mean once you start realizing how little it actually is you start getting angry you start kind of saying well why do they even allow those books on there exactly you know and in my whole career i've done over 100 books now i'm probably like 120 or 130 um i've only ever done one royalty share book and it was two years ago i had a gap in my schedule and i felt like i was getting rusty not working on something um, okay. So I took a royalty share gig and it's, I think to date has only sold like 20 copies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like, to me, I've never <clears throat> kind of viewed royalty share as an option just for me, because, you know, we all have different ways of thinking about things. And I, and I know a lot of people who are a hundred percent into royalty share yeah. and they swear by it and good for them. But, uh, for me, it's just never been attractive. And like I said, yeah. I only did it once because I felt like, you know, being in the booth and it was a royalty share plus too. So okay. I was like, you know, there was value for me being in the booth because I had this just big gap in my schedule. And I was like, I got to put something on the books. And of course, the moment I booked that, I booked three other, you know, $300 per finished hour or 250 or whatever for, for finished hour books that wanted to take that slot. And I was like, oh, but I already agreed, you know, like, so, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just have to kind of have faith in yourself and and not give in to the lower rates, but. You know, that's a whole other conversation. That it is. All right, let's move on then. The third question I got for you. What is your favorite genre of audiobooks and why? Oh, man. My favorite genre of audiobooks is and always will be lit RPG. Okay. Um, however, I will say that I crave something that just doesn't seem to be out there as much. And that is like a sci-fi lit RPG. Oh, <gasps> You know what I mean? It's just not out there. That would uh, be like brilliant. There, there are some, and they're but they generally kind of flirt with the sci-fi element, or they flirt sure. with the lit RPG element, and they're really something else. But you know, I've grown up playing RPG games, um, MMORPGs in particular. Yep. And my favorite one ever was Star Wars Galaxies. I mean, I played that. Come game. on now. Yeah. I played that game. That that's the game. That's probably the reason I don't have a college degree. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I love sci-fi, and to the fact that there isn't a lot of like sci-fi lit RPG. So I got some ideas kind of rattling around in my brain. If I ever decide to be a writer, I'm going to put that together. But Do I it. love. I just love lit RPG in general. 
um, it's so it's just so the whole you know new world isekai type you know sure type thing is just so appealing to me and and the idea of building your character and building your attributes the way that you want to do it there's just you know there's a reason why video games are so popular right so to me it's just one of the most fun genres uh and the voice actors really get to get goofy and and have fun you know i don't know if you've ever i don't know if you've ever recorded a lit rpg i haven't but you know want to a lot of people say that about fantasy you know fantasy you really get to do a lot of accents and stuff and it's true and you do but like lit rpg there's always like that kind of more humorous element to it it doesn't take itself as seriously necessarily as fantasy so you really just get to to be goofy i've only worked on one lit rpg series but man they just they let me let loose with the voices and the accents and you know you can really just you feel like it's as close to being you know on a cartoon as as audiobooks get oh that's awesome is is, is working lit rpg yeah if if there were ever a genre that i could do that i haven't done it, instantly lit rpg would yeah. love to dive into that i haven't cracked yeah. that nut yet but i know with persistence it, it, it'll yeah. come eventually it's so much fun it's so much fun <laughs> so with that one being your favorite is there a genre you haven't done that you'd like to narrate one day uh true sci-fi okay um, i still haven't really done any true sci-fi or military sci-fi i love mm. sci-fi and and i don't i'm not a big fan of like hard science hard science fiction um i like you know more space opera stuff sure um but I want to do more, you know, space operas or um, military sci-fi, things like that. I just, that's always a genre that I've always loved and I just haven't had the opportunity yet. Um, I don't know if it's the same with you, but I get a lot of romance work. Um, you know, there's so much of it out there um, and I do well at it. So I get a lot of it. Sure. Um, so I just haven't had the opportunity yet to really just dive into a good sci-fi series. I, I'm I'm itching for a good sci-fi as well. Um, for me, the majority of my work I've beginning lately has either been nonfiction, thrillers, uh, crime thrillers, kind of one to the same, and then romance. Those seem to be like the the top three that I'm getting so far. Mm-hmm. So, but not complaining. They're all equally oh, enjoyable. No. I but love. There's that inner nerd that says, but I want to go to space really quick, please. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I love the romance that I'm working on. It's funny yeah. because I never thought I would actually like doing it, but I do. I mean, I love working on the romance stuff. I love doing the MM romance, all that stuff. Um, it's all, they're just great stories, honestly. Um, they're a lot of fun to do. And it is a lot of fun to be able to work with other people, which is the more likely scenario is that you'll be doing romance when you're doing that. Yeah. So I spoke to, uh, Angelina Rocca a couple days ago for the podcast, and she said something similar to where her favorite genre of all time is romance simply for the fact that it always has a happy ending. It's such a great story, such opportunity for great character building. And yes, there's going to be, you know, some elements of giggity in there, be it, you know, (laughs) low or high, Of course, Um, but it always ends on a happy note. And that's why she loves it. And that's why it's her favorite. Absolutely. No, I, I, it's the same thing. And it's also, (laughs) excuse me. The, all the different types of romance genres that are out there. It's kind of interesting to kind of study it as you're working on it and realize like 
the way that romance uniquely like is it's a genre that is able to target so many very specific peoples with so many very specific pasts or traumas or right anything like that right because there's romance out you think romance you think like you know outlander or something like that you know what i mean sure. or you think nora roberts you think those kinds of things but man there is so much different stuff out there and a lot right. of stuff will make anybody say who is that for and it's very interesting as you kind of work on it to kind of realize oh i am i think i understand what's happening here i think i understand who this is for or what this is trying to achieve so uh, it's and it can be very surprising, pleasantly surprising, when you kind of make those discoveries. One hundred percent agree. All righty, now comes the point in the show. Drum roll, please, for <laughs> the game of utter nonsense. Are you ready? Yes, I am. <laughs> so I'm going to give you uh, two cards here. The green one holds the accent or vocal effect in which you'll use, and then the white card here is the phrase in which you're going to use that accent. Okay. Which would you like first, the accent or the phrase? Let's, take, let's get the accent first. Okay. I think you're going to appreciate this one. Your accent is Batman. Okay. And then the phrase is as follows. Let's skip the neighbor who gives out sugar-free gummy bears. <laughs> All right. Let's skip the neighbor who gives out sugar-free gummy bears. Oh, that was awesome. I think that's probably the best Batman I've heard to date. No offense, Christian Bale. You're still awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, can't do everything, Christian. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to say Batman forever, so I appreciate true. that. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Folks, you're sitting here listening to us go on and on about audiobooks. If you're listening to Zach and you're thinking to myself, I need to hear more of his stuff. Or better yet, if you're an author and you're like, I have got to have Zach narrate my book immediately. Zach, how can they get a hold of you? Where can they find you on social media? Well, on social media, they can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Zach Alleman Voice Talent. On um, TikTok also <laughs> at Zach Alleman Voice Talent. Facebook at Zach Alleman. Um, and at my website, ZachAlleman.com. And you can also get all my fun merch, audiobook merch and stuff like that. T-shirts, stickers, uh, bags, water bottles, all that kind of fun stuff. Fantastic. I may have to pick your brain about that at a later time. Yeah. Now, do you live stream anywhere as well? I do. I live stream on Discord. So you can find me on Discord um, <clears throat> either on the uh, the Nook the the was the narrator's nook yeah narrator's uh, nook discord channel and, and the haven discord channel so on the narrator's nook i'll be recording under my real name zach alleman and on the um haven discord channel you can find me as either bradley ford for my mf work or as declan winters for my mm work and there you go zach thank you so much for your time today man i really really appreciate it and for those of you who are listening I greatly appreciate you stopping by today. I look forward to uh, meeting my next guest for tomorrow on the 16th. Everybody's going to love him. I'm pretty sure everybody's going to love everybody in this uh, entire month because it is just a wonderful, wonderful lineup of narrators and, and likewise uh, friends. But tune in tomorrow for the special guest for June 16th. And until I talk to you then, folks, peace be with you. And as they say in show business, that's a wrap. 
Stick around for tomorrow as I've got a new guest for you for June is Audiobook Month, right here on You Know What I Love? <laughs>